Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What are you shooting? I don't know. Just I'm not I'm actually not shooting anything right now. Not yet. Mm. I could be shooting some aliens later on. I don't know. Oh god. Let me guess. Hello! Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to your favorite Halo podcast. I'm your host, Justin Bryant, and I am here to talk to you about Halo, Halo, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's it. God, there's there are so many things that have happened. By the way, I'm recording, so this is this is the uh, the radio. I I was trying to think of some other way of saying show. A different way of saying this is the show. This is the uh, multimedia. No, that's not even right either. Um, This is the medium in which we are presenting to to each other. Speaking to each other. And done. So uh, something happened in the last couple of days. Something. Just the one thing, right? Just one thing. E3 has arrived or is done now that we're recording. Practically it's done. They're wrapping up. All the important parts have gone, or people have gone through uh, and done their spiel. Wowed some of us, and Josh is looking at the document right now going, what the hell is wrong with Justin? And it's okay, because <laughs> I just needed to put down every single thing that, or not everything, That's this is just a glimpse of it. But there were so many things that were announced. Uh, I was actually underestimating a lot of what was going to come out during this E3, and surprised by people I was not expecting to surprise me. Does that make sense? I agree. Um, I had very low expectations. Yes. It felt like And for the most part, I would say that my low expectations were met. Um, In some aspects, there were things that were like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's exciting. There were a couple, though, things that I got pretty excited about. Yeah, I know. I was (laughs) shocked by getting excited about them. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, I figured we can blow through um, them by day and talk about the ones that are really important to us, uh, just so that we don't get stuck talking about a boring, or I shouldn't say boring, sorry, uh, games that we don't care too much about. <laughs> I will this list. Stuff, I, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. I think that we I think that we talk about the games that we care about okay, the good. most. Good, good. That's, where, that's what I'm going with. Uh, yes, but I will I like list it. the things for other people if they care in the show notes so that when people look reading or listening to our podcast and hear us telling us telling you guys that sorry we're not talking about all the little other games that came on during the presentations uh you can see a list of it also google it because there are plenty of places like ign and what have you that have these beautiful uh recaps including uh, some release dates and videos if you want to do that so 
Yeah, um, I would um, yeah. urge you to go to Polygon. That's my favorite. Yes, Polygon place. is the best. Thank you for being awesome. Same thing with uh, Kotaku. Is it is it Kotaku? Kotaku, Kotaku is cool. Um, I got soured on them a long time ago, and I've been holding a grudge since uh, because they are associated with Gizmodo. And Gizmodo did some really, really shady stuff with the iPhone and stealing it at one point, potentially, oh, yeah. and some stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. I don't need anything. But I will say that they have a lot more updates, and they seem to get more in-depth than Polygon. Polygon seems to be – I really like them because they provide like a almost magazine-esque experience, like very focused – laser focused articles about very specific things and they yeah. do a lot of research so yeah um they're not as like at on the moment you know gaming news but um the details like after them. like you, yeah. you're the ones you go to to get the get the the you know 411 on everything yeah and i usually trust their opinions on which games are good or not yeah. or why and um i like that a lot so one of the i'm just gonna quickly laugh at this uh one of their Articles on the front page is Cyberpunk 2077 and other E3 games are getting outsold on Steam by the one, the only, the myth, the legend, American Truck Simulator <laughs> DLC, which doesn't surprise me because apparently a lot of people like that game. But anyways. Yeah, um, well, uh, I mean, it also keeps dropping to $5 and <sighs> it is a game where you can just sit and do nothing. I mean, yeah. you can listen to podcasts or music or even watch TV and Josh, I'm going to stop game, you right so. there. I mean, uh, this is like a, a really big, a, a really specific niche of people that play this game. But then I asked somebody else that I know, one of my friends, and they have it. So I totally have no idea of the type of uh, uh, audience that game plays to because apparently it goes to everybody. I, I do. I think it actually almost everybody has I, talked I about it that I know no, of. So. No drive to play that game. No pun intended. Anyway, okay. yeah. All right. Starting this, is the this show. off well. So um, I need to I need to interject here for a second before oh we launch God. into um, so much sixteen stuff. year old girl mode about flipping out about games. Yeah. I want to talk about something that's been on my mind that I've mentioned to several people. Several being one other person. Anyway, yeah. Um, like, <laughs> we. About? have talked about a game called Halo a couple oh times in this podcast. Oh, my yes. So I figured I could tie it into Halo, and then we, we, we've punched our ticket this week. Oh, we're going to punch so, it later, so it's fine. We're going to double so whammy. One thing that – I'll try to make this quick. One thing that you brought up on previous shows was that – and, you know, we had this whole discussion about buying a new Xbox for you because you love Halo, and Halo is your game. Halo and is it, yep. You have read the books and you've, I don't know what, you've played all the games, you've read all the books, you've probably been on forums with a bunch of, you know, dweebs who talk about Halo all day long. Enthusiasts, yes. I don't want to hear about it. It's fine. But still, it got me thinking, (laughs) and I think maybe at one point we talked about this, but I don't remember how it went or whatever, so it doesn't matter. Classic. Um, It got me thinking about what my Halo is. And I think at one point we talked about We this. tried to, yes. Yeah, and it didn't... I don't remember, so it doesn't matter. And I kind of was bouncing around the idea for a while, and it's been stuck in my brain ever since we talked so much about that game. Yeah. And 
I came to this weird conclusion that I don't really have a halo. And I think this is the answer I gave the first time we talked about this. Yeah, you, you were like, because you, you, we, normal friends of yours, like friends in general, to us, it, it seems like Zelda, etc., is your halo like is that the 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 campaign sorry the environment the <laughs> what's the word i'm looking for the franchise franchise thank you yeah. the franchise of zelda that is zelda is your thing but it's not necessarily your thing there's a bunch of things that are your yeah thing. i i don't my answer really w- was turning into i don't really have a halo i don't have one game that i just or one franchise Such that i just want to sit thing. down Ugh, you're just so happy about everything you just give everyone the just you know the attention they need right actually i would answer the opposite i would say the millennial thing is to latch onto something and oh. need more of it constantly and like be <laughs> driving toward it like crazy but still uh, i guess i wasn't yeah. going to bring that up i was going to say that you brought it up either uh, way I don't think that I have one, or this was the answer I, I was coming to. I was coming to this answer that, like, okay, I thought through all these different games over time, and I ended up having to start categorizing in my brain, okay, I'm not thinking of something. There's definitely something I'm not thinking about when I'm trying to consider what my, quote, halo is. Yeah. And so I started running down all of the systems I've owned in my head mentally, and this is over the course of weeks since we talked about it, you know? So I basically last night all but said to my wife, this has been bothering me and I keep thinking about it. So I just want to say it out loud. I don't think that I have a halo. I think (laughs) that there's no such thing for me that it's just there's so many games that I love and play and enjoy. And there's such a wide breadth of games and genres that I really enjoy. I'm just too cool for something like that. You're just too cool to have a favorite. Got it. That's That's right. That's okay. Then E3 came around, and I flipped my crap about some of the games that came out, and I realized that I don't <laughs> think that's true. I think that I have a Halo. Uh, I think my Halo. So when Spe- I say Halo, like I'm talking a specific about game. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about a franchise of games with mm-hmm. a standard set of characters that keep returning. Yep. And. <laughs> And maybe an ongoing story, although that's not necessarily true because my Halo, I think, is Legend of Zelda. What? No way. No. What? I I know that it's shocking to you. I know that you can't believe it at all. If only you Uh, saw the look on my face. I have played the most of those games, not necessarily in terms of hours played, but I have played almost every single Legend of Zelda, and I've beaten almost all of the ones that I've played. I think I haven't beaten Skyward Sword or Minish Cap. Those are the two that I haven't. Um, Oh, yes, and Link's Adventure, which is impossible. That game is impossible. (laughs) So I think that that's my answer. I'm not sure, because I love Final Fantasy VII. That's one of my favorite games of all time. And yet... That's not really a franchise. Final Fantasy is a franchise, but as a franchise, it it's not every single game in the Final Fantasy franchise that blows my socks off. It's it's really just Final Fantasy VII and a handful of others. Um, so I think my Halo is Legend of Zelda. And the reason I came up with that answer is part of Nintendo's Direct, and we can get into that in yeah. a bit, but that I, came up. So. I hope I hope we get to spend time on that, because I'm excited yeah, yeah. about that. That kind of flew under my radar, too. I'm like, wait a second, I didn't watch the end of the Nintendo Direct. What do you mean? So I <laughs> immediately got off and uh, like took took a look at my phone and saw the uh, the trailer. So, uh, well, it's really easy to get into. Uh, well, first of all, let me back up. 
I'm glad you found your halo, or at least yeah, hypothetically. I guess. I'm, I'm glad it's, uh, <laughs> it's something we all anticipated, but you just had to go through that acceptance process, so that's fine. Um, but I'm glad you're acknowledging that you uh, have one particular favorite, so that's good. But anyways, no one really cares about your favorite, Josh, because people want to talk about everybody, all the games that came out, right? No. I, I think so. Uh, Can I we just it. start with the most important one, of course? Which was the Star Wars one? No. Oh. That's very close. Halo? Very close. <laughs> no. Breath of the Wild? Yeah, no. <laughs> Which game? There's like uh, Cyberpunk Final Fantasy VII Remake is the most important one at the whole thing. Oh, well, hold on. Let me just say, hey, E3 showed the Star Wars Jedi, the, the Lost Order. It looks great. That's all they had because EA sucks. Anyways, Final uh, Fantasy. Jedi the Fallen Order. Correction, sir. Real-time Wh- follow-up. Whatever. Jedi was... the Fallen Order, which let's just talk about it because we're talking about it. Fallen um, Order. <clears throat> that game extent. looks awesome. It I does. mean, literally, I am shocked. Shocked by that game. I'm so pumped. I thought <laughs> I was ready to be disappointed. Then they had the trailer, and I'm like, okay, now I'm hopeful, and I'm upset that I'm hopeful because yeah. they're going to ruin it. And now we have gameplay. Good gameplay. And it's what I was hoping for. Yes. <laughs> it, it reminds me of like what the Force Unleashed was, the good parts of Force Unleashed, the good parts of like an RPG game. So... And also taking games that I'm sure I've never played that you can you can talk about the previous Jedi games, whatever. Yes. The the, the whatever it was called. Um, yeah, there was a Jedi Academy. Right. And Jedi Academy Outcast. I'm just excited. It looks great. The characters uh, are different, but they're still tie-in from the Rogue One. So my understanding is that this is. I'm trying to. Is, would this be after Rogue? No. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's after, after um No, it's before Rogue One. Because hold what's on, his name? Hold alive? on, let me get my brain in order here. Let's see. It is after Order Sixty Six. So Correct. I guess it's before Rogue it's One. Before Rogue One, because we see a a, a younger and, and for the life of me I can't remember the name of the character, a younger rebel character and uh, a, a Jedi that survived the the order, which also gets me thinking Hmm, interesting. Uh, he's probably not going to live then. Uh, well, that's what's <laughs> going to be my first question was, do you think that this automatically means we're never going to see this character again? No, I, absolutely. Kill him off I think he's going to die. Because, like, what, what's... Uh, unless he they somehow tie him in to the lore and he disappears and then... I mean, we see him in the next movie. <laughs> I, I don't know where he would show up at all, uh, if anything, so... Um, well, maybe they keep know. making games about him. You I don't know. know. Maybe. Or maybe he goes into hiding... I just I think that EA does a lot of things really wrong. Oh yeah, but for sure. I, Respawn does a lot of things really right, and They're, somewhere in the middle, I think somebody is going to realize that the most successful franchises, there it is again, yep. have returning characters and returning themes, and you know, lots of nostalgia that gets built in over many games and those are things that bring players back over and over and over again thank you i'm raising my hand right now yeah and that's the stuff that builds you empires of games so i think that while i don't see how with the movies as they are we could have this guy come back a whole bunch i also feel like they now own the whole franchise of star wars they can do whatever they want exactly i'm talking about disney now Yeah, yeah, yeah and so 
if they can have this character return, you can start doing the typical Star Wars thing. You can start spitting off books. You can start spitting off movies. It, oh, yeah. it could become a thing. It could be. But the gameplay itself that they showed was really tasteful. Like, they were able to show some of the new dynamics and yes. uh, things that they can do. Uh, I even loved the droid. Yes. The droid was cool. Uh, because I feel like Rogue One showed us the battle droid, or not the battle droid, but the Imperial droids. Yeah, yeah. That we didn't get to see too much of other than that movie, and it was a shame because they're awesome and cool. They are really cool. So it, it, it's interesting to see that in there, but also the there's this new stormtrooper, like a shock trooper in a sense, where they have the, the batons with shock, uh, the, like electrocute, electrified ends, and that they were trained to fight... Uh, Jedi's like the comment yeah. they made is like I was training all my life for this or whatever. So that the the fighting scene was awesome. Like just the dynamics. the combat was just great. Yeah, the, the actual gameplay combat was great. It just it like it looks like an actual sword fight essentially. Like they actually yeah. have some good dynamics to that, and we don't get to see that very often anymore. It's more like my, just a hit hack and slash. Yeah, my two favorite things about it are one that we're exploring the period between order 66 and when the movies actually start up Mm -hmm. i like that we're going to get to play and explore that so much happens Um, there's got to be a whole bunch of things that happen in between i'm sure yeah i'm sure and i also really like that they seem to have kept the idea so something that has happened over time that i really enjoy about the jedi is that every time we see new jedi there's like a different force power or force capability and it's not overpowered and crazy it's just that like it's different aspect of the force mm-hmm. or usage of the force yeah and this guy clearly has the ability to like stop like a time yes. or freeze things it's very similar i liked it because they showed that in uh the force awakens yes and that was pretty cool when kylo ren did that so they do show that and i immediately went oh my gosh that's that's going to be awesome because it freezes just an individual it's not the entire thing it's one yeah. particular individual no that's and that's really cool like yes. you can you can you know freeze a laser bolt in midair yes. or um yeah all the things it, it all the i things. just i'm really enjoying that they are actually turning it into a love letter to star wars in a lot of ways so yeah. I, I hope it's as good as it looks because it's looking really good it looks like they actually have a comic prequel to it coming out. That I heard about, and that's where a lot of our information or the Internet's information, I guess, about the main um, enemy thing that trains under Darth Vader that isn't really a Jedi or a Sith, rather. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of information I haven't read about her or it as the mm-hmm. main villain, but... There's some kind of order that Darth Vader has for hunting down Jedi or something. I don't know. That, so, I don't care. I, I'm super excited. This will be one of the games that I will have to. <sighs> yeah, this is like an insta buy. <laughs> yeah, I would have. We always talk about we don't. We're trying to avoid. We got to the part point in our lives where like we don't always have to get something right when it comes out and pay that no. that sixty bucks. Yeah. But this is going to be hard. There's a, actually, unfortunately, for my wallet. And I'm sure yours. There are a bunch of games that I would be very close to buying uh, on launch week too. So, but yeah, this I agree. Good. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna have to, depending on when they all fall, it might not be an issue. You know, yeah. when September they, is a very uh, yeah popular month. I, 
I was just going to say September, I think, is the main one for many of them. Yeah. So I think what's going to have to happen is, and just it will happen naturally, I'm going to have to choose one. Yeah, same. Be, not because I have to, but because it's more like the smart I'm way not going to be able things. to play more than one. Yes. I would rather play one. So yeah. choose one, and then that will automatically naturally make it so that later then I come back to the others, and maybe they'll have price dropped or be a little yeah. bit off or something. something Luckily, this one is in November, so this is the 15th. Okay, November. good. So we will uh, go through the blast of September, and then November will come around and we'll have uh, this game, which is kind of nice, uh, mainly because I don't know how this is going to work, but my wife being due around October, I, I might be able, I might have some time while we're trying to feed the baby or put the baby to sleep to play some games. I don't know, yeah. but we'll see. But it's going to be really interesting trying to break up those uh, those releases to actually spend time on one instead of getting bombarded by the three or four that might be coming out in september yeah i agree um and yeah the whole baby sitch you this is exciting because you have a whole bunch to choose from yeah I, <laughs> and time you can put into it so i'm pumped. exciting uh, that was it for e3 really there wasn't anything else exciting because e3 had this as always extremely awkward did uh, you mean ea I think you meant. What did EA. I say? E3. Sorry, yeah, I meant you did. EA. I was looking at E3. I did that again. <laughs> uh, EA had just this live stream. I mean, I just didn't care too much about it. All I cared about was the Star Wars. So, I don't think. Do you know if anything that came out that seemed to be of interest to you? Um, I think this was it from EA. Yeah. I, I, my brain is mixing up some of the microsoft stuff in there which so that's not perfect because guess what's next it is microsoft yeah yeah the microsoft stuff was exciting and really for me it came down well okay i'll let you let's go just first. talk about no no let's just talk about you let's get it out of the way elephant in the room come on okay bring it up so halo infinite <laughs> <laughs> surprise guys we're talking about halo uh they showed not gameplay I think they tried to show a little bit. It was more like uh, a cutscene with a little bit of gameplay in it because yeah. they showed him, uh, Master Chief, at basically going through the same spiel of recalibrating his, his suit. But anyways, you'll understand later, Josh, when you play the game. Uh, but it looks good. I was a little confused. The, the trailer they showed started off really slow and left a lot of open answer or open questions or questions left to be answered uh very open-ended uh it looks gorgeous but the problem is uh i have a good feeling it will look better and play better on project scarlet which (laughs) they said is going to uh, the halo will be a launch title they didn't say and i guess you pointed this out thanks thankfully that they did say that it's also going to be coming out on xbox one but i'm telling you right now i don't know how that will work out because every time that they've launched, I'm trying to, th- I'm thinking back. They've never launched a Halo on a console from the previous generation when a new one's coming out. This will be the first. Huh. And what I mean by that is because no, everything has released on a, a specific console, and there was never like a Gears of War f- 3 for the Xbox 360 and then for the Xbox One. There, there has never been that until the Master Chief Collection came on, but those were all remastered, essentially, or ported. This will be the first time they've done this. Well, and it's, um, I, I think it's hopeful because now they're doing the whole 
play it on Xbox and Windows. Yes. So they're obviously broadening their scope so that more people have more access to their games, which I think is yeah. fantastic. No, That's uh, a great definitely. move. Yeah, and you buy one, you get to play it on both sides. That's awesome. Yes, so good. And that's that's going to be how I buy um, Gears 5, Heck which yeah. was another thing. But going back to Halo, of course, yeah. um, it looked good. Yes. Um, and I think that, kind of to your point, we have kind of a maybe potentially Breath of the Wild situation. Um, so what I mean by that is my Breath of the Wild Yeah, like there's a, it went out at Wii U. and <laughs> Yeah, we bought it on the Wii U, which I love that game, and I obviously have played the crap out of it with my kids, by myself. Like, I mean, we have played so much of that game over and over again. So it's not like we haven't gotten the value and it wasn't great. It was the same. Yeah, it's just that... It is the same. Now I keep, like... I keep trolling the internet for deals on the Switch version because I really, really want to play it on the Switch. Like, really bad. I'd like yeah, to own the Switch so version. Good. And the I other part of it game. is we haven't bought the DLC for it oh. because I don't want to spend more money on the Wii U anymore. I would like to now spend the money on the Switch. Yeah. So, what, so what, what I'm trying to say is, yes, it's obvious that there, there's a lot of potential for them to put it onto Xbox One. But maybe with DLC and how it looks and all the add-ons or additions, maybe it might be better to wait for it on the Scarlet. I don't know. Or yeah, that is where I talked to my wife it's such about a tough this. Choice. And and we, I said, you know, I don't know if I want to buy it for Xbox One. I think I would like to buy it with the launch title for Scarlet. And she's like, okay. And I like had to wait a second. Like, wait. Mm you're okay with that. This makes sense. She's like, yeah, why would you want to buy something out of the, out of the previous generation? And it's yeah. something that you really enjoy. This is like the one game that you care about more than anything. Exactly. So yeah. I said, okay, well then that's it. That's settled. I'll just have to get the Scarlet version um, <laughs> of whatever it is. So uh, it well, does look cool. That's a great segue into the Scarlet. I mean, I don't want to talk a whole bunch about no. it because we have so many games on this list, Yeah, but I think it looks pretty good. Yes. Um, they just I get mean, a spec. They kind of like went over vaguely the specs of it. Yeah. And it it looks out. like they did the smart thing, though, which was the PlayStation idea, which is we've got this cool chip that we fabbed, and then we just slapped a bunch of RAM in it yeah. and then have at it. You know, yeah. And I think that's the best for developers. That's just going to make it way easier. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So I, that's exciting, too. And, and that also means potentially that it will be relatively cheap. I, cheap is a very... Yeah. Um, loose th- word I'm using I, there. I think it'll be uh, uh, doable is the word I like to use. It's doable. <laughs> yeah. um, they did say holiday 2020, which we expected. So that means it gives me time to, to yeah. like, uh, allocate resources to do that. Um, and I and time to re-enjoy your Xbox One. Yeah, exactly. Which I have plenty of time to do because there's still yes. going to be games coming out on Xbox One that I get to enjoy. And also enjoy if i want to end up doing the game pass ultimate which was another thing that was announced and is a darn tootin rasputin good deal yes i just did that and yeah because you get uh 15 bucks a month you can try for free uh, for one dollar a month right a dollar the first month is one dollar uh and then it goes to 15 but you get all the game uh, access to the xbox game pass you get access to Xbox Live Gold with the $15. Uh, and I think there's going to be something else that I'm missing. But 
Oh, and it's on PC. So then you can get the games also on PC for nice. $15. That's all together, 15 bucks. That is a steal because some of the games that are on the pa- Xbox Game Pass are like Forza Horizons 4, uh, my favorite racing series. You got Mortal Kombat, Halo, Borderlands, Me- uh, yeah, Metro Exodus. There's a whole bunch. I mean, and they're going to be releasing all their new games on that X, uh, that pass at, uh, like at a certain point, not right off the bat. But there are a few games like Gears 5 that releases right on Game Pass. So if I spend $15, if you do the math, like I could actually be saving money doing 15 bucks a month and paying for new games yeah. old every year and so forth. So it's for sure. crazy. I, that was a huge surprise. Not expecting yeah. that. I think that was a good move by them. And yeah. I think they were really vague about all the features of Game Pass. Yeah. They were talking about something, something server at home. Something oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That. So, I mean, I'm sure it's cool. It's it's just exciting that they're going to add a whole bunch of features and be yeah. competitive in that market. So. Yeah. I could stream to my phone eventually is what they're yeah. saying, which is another plus in my opinion. Um, so I'm yeah. all for it. I'm excited. And I, I think I'm going to wait a couple months to try this just because I want to see if there are any particular games and what actually benefit from having access to all these other games like <laughs> will i freak out because i'm like i don't know what to do there's yeah all these yeah. games i want to play yeah so. that's a tough one what else um, what, what other things did you see uh and real quick kudos to steam to having or have for having a lot of those features already you know yeah. like the you know playing on multiple uh, devices steam Link. and yep. i think that they're really forging ahead and showing that there's some options and these companies are starting to get the idea so that's pc exciting. master race anyways yeah something something something, something. um I, I think that's gears it for halo gears looks good i'm excited about it though it's not like i gotta have it but it's also yeah. continuing gears 4 story yes and, um i would like to see how that goes and there's a lot more lore from gears mm-hmm. 4 What's funny, though, is I'm missing pieces somehow, and I, I'm wondering if it's that I didn't play Judgment. Um, Possibly, yeah. I, I, which, yeah, I mean, I that was a internet. whole... <laughs> yeah, that was a whole in-between 4 and 3 sitch, so um, I had gotten rid of my 360 at that point, so... Yeah, I, I'm excited about it just because I love oh. Gears. And the story looks pretty decent, so... You get Gears 5 Ultimate Edition if you do the... $15 a month package for nice. Uh, that's awesome. That, and I get to play it four days early on yeah, the console cool. or PC. Gosh, that uh, is so tempting. I think for me, the biggest part of the Microsoft sitch was the cyber t- cyberpunk 2077. I mean, freaking Keanu Reeves. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that was pretty great. That was, was great. Awesome. He's so cool. <laughs> He's having um, good for him coming back. He's like having his little, a comeback tour essentially yeah and he's been in like a i watched a movie called um uh, always be my maybe which was a great movie actually Interesting. i mean it was a fantastic but it was it was pretty good and he played himself in it and it was it was so good <laughs> so so good he was he played a goofy version of himself and it was hilarious a goofier so. <laughs> must yeah. be um but anyway back to cyberpunk 2077 i mean yep. he had a cameo at the end which was like I why don't... are you here yeah exactly uh, so that's exciting, but 
I really loved the little intro teaser video they had mm-hmm. for it. We really didn't see any gameplay. Yeah, we still have no idea what this game's about. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I I really like the I really like the lore, or if you could call it that, or really the setting, I should say, yeah. of it, and the um, oh, shit, I don't know. I've always really been intrigued by the like cybernetic cityscape of conglomerates of Crap. you know corporate everything and it's just i love that like blade runner style you know yeah. and then you add in having cybernetics built onto you and hacking systems and i mean that's just a cool cool setting so what's i'm that, excited to play that game whatever it is what's that book uh, slash tv series that's on netflix too that's very that it reminds me of this game already oh um oh shoot what's it called uh the one with the sleeves <laughs> yes oh <Crap>. man <laughs> it was good too yes it what was is it called uh this will never make it cybernetic <laughs> show uh, i don't know uh, altered carbon there we altered go altered carbon that's that's what it reminded me of i as soon as i saw this i was like hey that's all altered carbon yeah but that i mean i see see where you're going with that but it's not punky enough no like, it's part not, of gotcha. cyberpunk is to be that's over the is. top and very dark and um like a almost post-apocalyptic feel to the hopelessness of the cityscape and that yeah. corporations have taken over everything that's very cyberpunk from a genre standpoint. So, and the the game is based on the role-playing game, which I'd never played the role-playing game, but I read the book, and yeah, it was either. a cool concept, a very cool concept. So yeah. I'm excited about it. Uh, and then that's about it. There's the Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. They kind of like Yeah, I mean, that'll be there. fun. I figure we'll probably, you and I, play that at some point together I'm sure. or something. I, yeah. I anticipate when it's like $5 or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm more excited about Warcraft Reforged than that. Warcraft 3 Reforged, rather. Which, I, did that show up in Microsoft? That, did that, where did you see that? No, no, I'm just saying that, like, from the RTS aspect, or standpoint, I should say, that I'm more into the idea of jumping into Warcraft 3 Reforged than I am Age of Empires Definitive Edition. I mean, I liked Age of Empires, and I know that you were a huge Age of Empires buff. I loved it. But I, so I, I also feel like somehow more than some of the older Blizzard games, the Age of Empires just to me feels like a relic of its time. Like, I don't feel like it fits in modern now. games as yeah, much. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Which is strange because I feel like Warcraft 3 Reforged does somehow or can. I don't know. It's very weird. I think it's partially because matter. WoW is still relevant. Yeah, maybe. And maybe. the characters are still relevant. Where Age of Empires, like there has been nothing. I I have Age of Empires three. I never played it. Really? So, yeah. I, I just, didn't hear anything about it. I just never played it. Um, I played a lot of two, but I did not oh, play yeah. three at I all. I still have my discs behind me, so I mean they still nice. work. Uh, that was it for Microsoft. Bethesda was on the same day, so that was Sunday. So Bethesda came out, um, and really Bethesda had a different feeling this time um yeah they had a lot of fallout ha ha Ugh. ha with the um, fallout 76 <laughs> i'm dad joking it all up today yeah i'm gonna ignore and just move forward the um 
the thing about Bethesda was I was underwhelmed by them quite yeah. a bit. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, their Orion platform is really cool. I'm excited. Super interesting. As a, yeah, as a concept, if it actually works, it's going right. to be amazing and change everything. Oh, yeah. However, um, I kind of put them into the EA uh, aspect here, yeah. where I, I mean, some of the games looked good. Like I think Wolfenstein Young Blood will be fun, but it's not going to be like I have to have this game. Yeah, and same thing with Deathloop. Like I was. I was impressed by it, but I'm like, eh, I, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, it's made by one of my favorite studios, but Arcane Studios, like, I love them. They made amazing games, but I just don't feel like I want to buy this one. No, or even and play it. Fallout 76 is well past its time. Yeah, no one cares and anymore. I hate that game. And of course, they kept it. talking about mobile games and Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Blades and coming to the Switch. Like, really? Like, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's cool in some ways, but it's not for me. And, you know, obviously this whole show should be about for me. So, yeah, clearly it's um, for us. You're just you specifically important that it's about me. So I don't know. It's I was underwhelmed. There's some good things that they've been working on, but it's not like obviously. But we already knew that was coming. So like the fact that they brought it up, I was like, okay, cool, guys. Where where are we going with this? (laughs) Yeah. And I still have yet to play the new Doom. Like I I haven't played it yet. I'm just waiting for it to be in my threshold of. Uh, the pay grade of like a ten dollars threshold, so I could buy it. Oh, it uh, hits that all the time. I'll yeah, that's the send thing. Send you emails. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I just created an alert today. It's like you know I should probably look when this gets ten yeah. bucks because I I feel like it's one of those games where I can just jump in and just dis- it's like gears in a sense where you just run around and except this is less gears and more just run around and blow up things and shoot demons. Yeah. It, um. Doom 2016 brought it closer to Gears, where there's like a tangential story happening at all times, yeah. um, more so than the original Dooms, which were like save the world, kill everything. Um, this is like you're on a base, you got to find your way through save corridors. Save the world, kill everybody. <laughs> People have been killed, but like there's this thing that's trying to stop you, and yeah. you know you doesn't want you to be destroying all the research, and it's there's something to it too, which is fun. Um, but what's fun about that game, and this is a total tangent, sorry. It's fine. What's fun about that game is, like, there's a horror f- aspect to it, yet you feel so empowered and bad. I almost said that. Bad, bad. <laughs> bad, bad something, something. something. Um, cool. Like a cool guy. Super cool. <laughs> God. You feel like... Um, uh, you're invincible in a lot of ways, even though you're totally not. Just the the fact that the person that you're playing, the Doom guy, is so powerful and does not care that he's wading through demons and undead and just, like, slamming his fist into their faces and, like, ripping out their spines and cutting them in half with a chainsaw. Like, yes, it's, like, crazy things are attacking you from beyond the grave or from hell. Yeah. But your character that you're playing somehow adds a safety to it because like he doesn't care and he's just running through and you're like, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's It's a very strange feeling, but it's so fun. I think also the visuals, just the colors they use in that game. It's super vibrant red colors everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. It just, it looks like a game and it seems to be, it runs really well on almost every platform. So they did something right with the uh, rendering on that. I will say, get it on the PC. So, yeah, I, I plan on eventually. Um, but that's it. Yeah, Bethesda was kind of sad, which is they had a really good. Last year was really good because we didn't know what 
Fallout 76 was going to bring. So, Well, and that's uh, the thing about E3, and I think that maybe it's coming to a close in the next five years or less. Hopefully. I mean, we, we're seeing more big game companies kind of pulling out of it. Yeah, PlayStation wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I kind of feel like that's going to be a trend because for the same reason, you can't, you can't have smash hits every single year. It's just untenable. And you got Bethesda. Last year was pretty good. Yeah, they and this killed year it. is like, I mean, we got some cool stuff, guys. Here it is. And you're we're like, why am I it. watching this for 40 minutes? We're sorry. Like yeah. I kind of laughed when they were saying, you can get the Doom Ultimate or Eternal Collection and they have helmets. I'm like, mm, are they going to send those helmets or are they going to be like <laughs> canvas bags that people put on the top of their head? Yeah. I was wondering <laughs> if you'd say the canvas bags. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So canvas funny. bags. How oh, good Who times. Who the heck cares? But yeah, Bethesda, kind of meh. Um, also, same, same thing. Yeah, with Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Ubisoft. I don't know. Uh, who cares? The, they have Roller Champions game coming out, and this is where I want you to insert crickets because yeah. Um, crickets. Yeah. Why? So there was nothing important, I think, uh, other than some things about Rainbow Six uh, addition to Siege, the core team PVE thing, uh, mobile game, which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix, Enix though. Square, they had a whole crap load. Yeah, that was a that was an awesome moment. That whole well, not moment, but conference piece. It was just know. it was like one after another. I didn't really care about the Avengers game, but I feel like Square is your thing too. So I'm just gonna let you kick this one. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I mean, the big thing for me was the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. which yes, yes, there are many that I know who are. Somehow having them remake the game into something different is somehow ruining the original game and its legacy. I don't know how that works. I don't agree. <laughs> um, if you really love the original game that much, which it is that good. Yes, go I'm play playing it right now. And enjoy. Um, maybe someday they'll also remaster it. Who knows? I'm playing it 19. 19- oh, the original Final Fantasy game? Yeah. Oh, Final I apologize. Fantasy Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm playing right now. And I, it's well, yeah. I mean, you got so good. You can play the original. There's, It's like on It's on PlayStation 3. It's on PlayStation 4. It's Switch. On, it's the Switch. It's on iPad, iPad and iPhone. I mean, you can play it. And it doesn't... I don't... Never mind. I'm not going to even... Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. If you want it, go play it. Otherwise, this game is different. And it's going to be different. And right. to me, that's okay. Like, they're putting a lot of love into it. And yes, clearly. I was lukewarm about it. I was excited about the idea to see the story that I love from the original game, maybe edited and changed in some ways, but yeah. at least like the characters in a in a modern, you know, rendered way and acting together and how they grow from that aspect. Because you get to spend so much time with these characters in the original game and you see them grow through story, but to have their facial expressions and the way they talk yeah, to each other and exactly. have the voice acting, I think it's just going to add so much to it. So that was the part that I was excited about. And then they showed the game and yeah, it's not going to be cow. the original and it's not going to be, in my opinion, as good combat wise. I love the turn base of the original, Yeah, but it looks really good. It looks like a lot of fun. They, yeah. They put a lot of work into it. And I think that's why a lot of people are probably going to look past the fact that it's not a direct remake and that it's a different spin to the, the story. So well, uh, and 
And yeah. I think we need to highlight the fact that it's a remake, not yes. a remaster. It's, yes. They are taking the original game and they're reimagining it. So and yes. they're meeting that goal. They're remaking it. If you don't want it, don't play it. Don't yeah, buy exactly. it. Um, go cry in a corner somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And I liked I liked what I saw. I mean, just the dynamic, the dynamic combat, which was very Kingdom Hearts-esque or Final Fantasy XV-esque, which... I didn't care for Final Fantasy XV's combat. It was okay. But this seems to be a little bit more polished. It seems to be more fluid, switching back and forth between characters, and then stopping time to make special attacks with your ATB bar filled. I, I mean, it's just, it looks really cool. And I think we're going to get to see some of our favorite moments from that game in a different way. And I'm very, very, very excited about that. I, yeah. In all honesty, this is going to, people are going to, think i'm so stupid but like i got a little bit choked up when tifa came on and then i saw eris and i'm like these are the characters that i grew up with like i played this game so many times to see them in that way was just exciting so um i'm really looking forward to it and i don't even care that there's multiple games like they're not just like we said on the last podcast and probably many times before the Midgar section could probably be a separate game by today's oh, yeah. standards. After That's f- what they're doing. The first a- game is Midgar. <laughs> After uh, finally leaving Midgar, and, uh, and I say it not in a negative way, just like there's so much that goes on in yeah. that first section. You go, oh, is this the game? Is this the end of it? No, there's like an entire other game after this. Yeah, so. I mean, that's literally the intro to the game. And it's what, like, I don't know, three, four hours? Yeah, I think I finished it in four hours, yeah. Yeah. So... And, and I mean, granted, four hours couldn't be a full game per se, but if you expand on everything that's happening, which is l- what they're doing, it looks like. I mean, I'm just sold. I'm in, you know, I'm sold. So I'm very excited about it. What else did you see? Um, they talked about Dragon Quest. They talked about Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, I've never Crystal Chronicles is horrible. <laughs> well, they've remastered it, so I had... Thank goodness, I feel so much better. And you, you feel you feel uh, whole again. Yeah, they, they the Avengers did, game looks okay. Yeah, I I didn't. I'm not going to play. That you know my take on superhero games, unless yeah. it's uh, Spider Man. I'm probably not never going to play it. it. It could be cool. Um, what did you think about Kingdom Hearts? I was confused. Uh, I think I, I didn't actually get to see that part of it. I mean, it was just a conglomerate of random cutscenes and things that i i i already have a feeling i I don't i'm having problems playing uh three right now so yeah uh it's i don't have any uh excitement coming from watching the uh, trailer for the remind dlc so i have a good feeling that i probably won't uh, get it and i am going to struggle getting through uh (laughs) this current game so yeah i didn't really care too much about it um, I think for me, uh, the biggest thing I saw was Octopath Traveler coming to PC. Yeah, that's exciting. I I will actually, I think I already wish listed that so that I could get updates when it goes on sale. Yeah, like I'm not paying sixty um, bucks for that thing. Yeah, no way. I I was already kind of scoffing at the idea of forty bucks, and when it came out at sixty, I was like, what? Because isn't yeah. the Switch version forty? No, it's sixty. Oh, never mind then. Ugh, yeah, I don't know why I thought it was forty. I don't know. Maybe you you were trying to be too nice about things. Maybe I was I being know. optimistic. Yeah. Is it is it really that much right now? Oh my gosh! Jeez, 
Like, why would you people pay this much for this game? I mean, it's a really good game. Well, I mean, they deserve it and whatever. They made the game, and I think it's a long game. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's just hard because it's like... Oh, it's recommended you have six gigs of RAM. Are you serious? Yeah, it's got to be a very long game just by just by the way that people talk about it. But right. I, I don't know. It's I'd rather take my 60 bucks elsewhere and then buy this on you know, a big mega sale just cause it looks good. It's just not like I have to have it good. So, huh. yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm also in the point where I don't know if I want it for the PC or if I want it for a switch. So yeah, that'll be a, uh, something I'll figure out later. Uh, I don't know about anything else for square. Um, don't really, I've never heard of the last remnant and that's actually available now for $20. Um, yeah. but they, they announced, uh, not specifically Square, but there are a lot of sales going on the Switch. So uh, I think uh, some of those games, some of the Final Fantasy remakes or, sorry, ports are on sale. Kind of kicking myself yep. in the back because uh, seven's like 12 bucks now. But I only would have saved five bucks. So it's not that bad. But I don't, is it on sale on the Switch? I don't think it is. Yeah, it is. It's 12 something. I, uh-huh. I actually have my Switch in front of me because yeah. I wanted to check and see the yeah, sales. Yeah. And they are. All the PC versions are on sale, and then most of the iOS Final Fantasy are on, fan, Final Fantasies are on sale as well. I actually ended up splurging and buying um, Tactics on my iPad, That's um, cool. which I was pleasantly surprised, which I shouldn't be because it should be something very standard and straightforward. However, Square often doesn't do this on the iOS versions of their games. They uh, do sync the iCloud saves between your phone version and the ipad version yeah that's awesome their newer games are all universal meaning you can put them on anything ios based um but this was they put tactics onto the iphone and ipad pretty early on that was one of their first um so it was before universal was as standard so there's two different versions and now i own both because i'm crazy but Mm. tactics on the ipad is awesome it's so good just as a game by itself, but on the iPad, it's it's great. So I can highly recommend it. And then the only one that's not on sale on iOS right now is um, 9. That one never, it's like once in a very great while that they will drop that in price on iOS. I don't understand why it's always twenty ninety nine. It's such a weird number too, twenty ninety nine. Yeah, that's an odd number to, to sell at. It's That doesn't make any sense. $21? Yeah. Essentially, that's <laughs> it so is. weird. I uh, I have it on Steam, and I have been playing it here and there, on and off. Um, but I don't know. It's when you have those games or uh, games like that on your iPad. Again, we've talked about this like ungodly amounts. You can sit down in between moments and play those games. It's just something special. So it's just easy. Uh, Switch yeah. version of nine is sixteen dollars and seventy nine cents. Nice. There you well, go. Well yeah, and I think they also dropped the price of the PC version on Steam and on their store as well. I think it's like sixteen bucks as well. Um, so it's funny that they didn't drop it down on the iPad. Yeah, that is weird. Uh apart from Square, the next big one was Nintendo, which again That was today. That was today, yes, as we record, or earlier this morning. That was really surprising. They actually announced quite a lot in their direct. I I was pleasantly surprised. This is the one I'm actually more excited about over Halo. That's insane. What? 
yeah right like i'm excited about halo but i expected that like i expected them to say something about it and i wasn't disappointed yeah knowing that i have to yet still wait till the 2020 end of 2020 but this was awesome we got we got some dates that we've been looking for on some of the games we're looking at uh zelda uh link's awakening which i'll i'll let you talk about a lot of these uh but like luigi's mansion three i'm now curious about has a release date of 2019 um what else there was a contra collection came out which is crazy because i've never played contra don't kill me uh but i've always been wanting to find a way to like convince myself to get that game and play it eventually and boom there's so much so uh what let's talk about the biggest thing the uh you can well so to it at the end of their Nintendo Direct, they dropped the bomb of that they're... And it wasn't... It's hard because they said it's in development. So right. it's Which not like we anything. have a game coming for sure. No. But they dropped the bomb that they're developing the sequel to Breath of the Wild. And I yes. find this really, really... Well, it's super exciting, but I find it really interesting, too, from two aspects. We really haven't gotten, like, a sequel to a Zelda game ever. Um yeah, there isn't any. Now that I think about it, yeah, they're like, all like backwards or like I don't know, standalones without any understanding if there's connection to either of them. Yeah, some of them kind of allude to connections or like loosely have connections. Uh, I think the closest that I can think of right at the moment is between um, Link to the Past and Link's Awakening. That was supposed to be. Link's Awakening was supposed to be after Link, Link to the Past and, like, related. It was, like, the same Link. Interesting. Um, and the other one was um, Wind Waker. Later, they had Spirit Tracks, which was supposed to be kind of in the same universe and the same characters, the same Link, so to speak. So I, I don't know. But it's always been really loose and um, very like hinty but not actually ever said directly oh and actually link to the past and um link between worlds was supposed to be somewhat related as well i mean it takes place in the same world map so it's supposed to be related um so anyway to have them do like this is a sequel is kind of not part of the Zelda brand and super interesting to me though i'm very excited for it and i love that that version of Hyrule, I love. Breath of the Wild is by far my favorite Zelda for sure now. And so just getting to explore more of that world and getting to know the two characters, Zelda and Link, from that world um, more is going to be very exciting. Yes, it is. And I look forward to playing it for that for the first time. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't talk about any of the SNES games coming to Switch with the, uh, the retro station that you get with online. Uh, yeah. subscription i was really disappointed because i'm still but oh sorry that's probably a bad word to say <laughs> uh i'm still disappointed and frustrated with the fact that i i can't play uh a link to the past on my old ds old 3ds old yeah. 3ds um so i was hoping they were going to mention something about that but i i guess i'll have to wait because i really want to play that game and i don't want to buy it on anything else other than a handheld device because i just feel like it 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 loses its uh, like its feel if you if if i were to like play it on the pc or something so yeah anyways i feel you i mean originally obviously it was a console game 
So on the TV, it makes sense to me. But yeah, sitting down to your computer and playing it just seems strange. It is strange. So, yeah, I mean, that was the biggest thing. And um, it looks great, even though we saw just a teaser. It, it looks, looks gorgeous. Go- and so. you get a dungeon creation, like a dungeon editor for uh, part of the game. Like a, uh, Are you talking about Link's Awakening now? Yeah, Link's Awakening. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped to Link's, Link's Awakening. Which is exciting, too. I I can't, cannot wait for that game. I, Link's Awakening is, again, very high on my love list for Zelda games. And I actually just, I think we talked about it at one point. I recently just played through it again on my 3DS. and Nice. Still love it. Still a great game. Um, so to have that kind of remastered, although I think just by some of the gameplay spots I saw in the Nintendo direct, it looks like some of it has been changed here and there, not a whole ton, but maybe like additions or things to help it make it a fuller game, even though it's a full game from before, but whatever. And then they added, like you said, the dungeon maker, which looks awesome. (laughs) Nice. Make your own dungeon and play it as many times as you want, um, or make it and challenge yourself. I mean, that's now we're t- we're stepping into the, like the Mario Maker style of gameplay, and um, that's just endless hours of fun. So it yeah. is pretty cool. But uh, they dropped a lot. I mean, like you said, they dropped Contra. Yeah. They put down Dragon Quest Definitive Edition uh, Eleven, Dragon Quest Eleven, which is super exciting, and then yeah. added Dragon Quest characters to Smash. Yep, and Banjo Kazooie to Smash. Yeah. For all those my kids Banjo were like, "Who's friends? Banjo Kazooie?" Oh gosh! Like, oh kids, you, you were and let killing me. Tell me. Let me pull out the N sixty four. That's right. <laughs> uh, I Here's can't. What's funny though is I can't think of Banjo Kazooie without thinking of Con- Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Like I loved that yeah. game. Did you ever play I, Conquer's Bad Fur Day? I know it. No, I did not. But I, I played my fair share of banjo. And I never was as crazy addicted to it as a lot of people seem to of my generation. I, I thought it was fun, but I mean, it was pretty cool, I guess. But I was more on the like Donkey Kong Adventure game or whatever. Donkey Kong, or yeah, it was Donkey Kong Adventure 64 or whatever it was called. I think it was um, just Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, the yellow cartridge. Yeah. I played, I was playing that over uh, banjo. So, uh, but yeah, no, that looks, I was really. I guess kind of happy about that, but I haven't even bought the DLC for a smash because it gets really boring after you get everybody. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I what... yeah. I mean, we got all the characters in similar. I mean, we actually played it today, but, um, it's fun we for played a, it in a while. It's fun for people who like to just kind of play every once in a while with friends where they're over. So yeah, I would be surprised if we do that this Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Luigi's Mansion looks pretty good. Lu- Luigi's Mansion 3, yeah. I should say. Yeah, uh, specifically. Uh, what else they have? Exciting uh, to have the Resident Evil games coming to the Switch. More of them. Not uh, 5 and 6 are like my least favorite. <laughs> um, so I don't really care well, for five, them. I loved 5. I didn't S- play 6 at all, though. 5? If I'm remembering 5, res- RE5, was that the... Uh, no, yes, this is the one I played. I lied. This is the one I had for 360, I believe. Okay, I think I had it on the 360 as well, and um, that's the one with Chris Redfield and yes. um, I forget the black woman's name, who was awesome. Um, but you could play a co-op, and um, yes, this is it was great. That, yeah, this was this one was good. I guess other people didn't like it, but uh, I enjoyed playing it. Uh, and then I never played six. 
Uh, same. Uh, I didn't play six. I played. Um, I have Revelations, the first episode of Revelations on my 3DS, and that's okay. Um, ugh. On yeah. your 3DS? Yeah. It actually runs fine. That looks really good. Weird, I guess. The thing though is, like, when they went to, and I think this is why they kind of rebooted with Resident Evil Seven. Um, the Revelations series started getting out of hand. Like, it feels it's very episodic. So it's like you know, you have to buy all the episodes, and it's it feels almost pay to win, free to play style. Like almost like a mobile game style. I yeah. I know I'm kind of putting a bunch of weird things together in that sentence but that's just like a similar feel for all those things to me and it it has a little bit of that in it and it kind of turned me off to it so weird uh contra was a big like you mentioned big surprise i loved contra growing up um, so seeing it yeah no one cares about they hit through spyro in there yeah i think that's funny which again i kind of put spyro even though they're separate companies separate platforms originally i kind of put it in the same category as banjo kazooie like i played the spyro games but not i not like it. i gotta play these games you know yeah, they were there's awesome nothing crazy about them 10 years old yeah <laughs> and playing it on the playstation <laughs> and playstation 2 yeah so, uh it, i was it, super shocked by the panzer dragoon remake which at first, I read that wrong, and I thought, wait, The Legends of Dragoon? No. Unfortunately no. not, because that would have been even crazier if that was yeah. announced. But, nope. I never played this, so I don't know what it is. Oh it, was, oh, it was good. It was really good. It was on the Saturn, and it was a blast. And it's funny, because it came up in the Nintendo Direct. I was watching it with the kids, and I'm like, what, are they trying to be Panzer Dragoon? And then, like, it was Panzer Dragoon. I was like, what? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good time. The, the, it, I guess it will be interesting to see. Uh, I also was surprised by the ports that they announced. So there's yeah. also the Witcher 3 port, which yeah. came out of nowhere, and a- Alien Isolation, uh, and that's later in 2019. I think that's actually relatively soon. I've never yeah. played any of the Witcher games. Don't and... I played the first one, and <sighs> it was okay. Yeah. The thing is that every time I talk to people who love The Witcher about The Witcher, yeah. I bring that up. I say, it was okay. And they go, oh, 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 you, you just haven't played the best part. They're king, They're like Kingdom Hearts people. You just haven't played the right one or the best part. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? Like, is it not totally a continual series? Or like, yeah. can you explain why I didn't, you know? And they're like, well, no, no. The first one, you got to play the third one. And I'm a weird guy. Okay, I get it. But I have to play them in order. Like, I can't. I can't come to the third one and be like, well, what's going on? You're a savage if you play something in the middle of the season. It's like starting a season or a series, a TV series that's nine seasons deep, and you go, I'm going to pick season four. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Even though I don't think think The Witcher 3 is like a continuation of the same story, per se. It's It's the same characters. So... I don't know. Maybe I'll just play The Witcher 3 someday. I owned the first and second one, and I have not played the second one. I've played I think, the first one. I got I think, turned off by it and was like, eh. I think I right. own the third one and somewhere. I just don't know where it is. It's like, it's, uh, I think I bought it on a humble bundle of some yeah. sort. Uh, and I just, it just sits there, so I have no drive. Um, but the one thing I was kind of disappointed about, but I have a feeling is going to be the same situation as Kingdom Hearts 3 is. Uh, Animal Crossing was delayed. Uh, they they said it's now being released March twentieth, 
2020, uh, but they gave it the name, so we have a name. Uh, And I have a feeling that Animal Crossing, for me, I'm not going to buy this game, one, uh, because I have a good feeling I'm going to have the feeling I have now with Kingdom Hearts 3, where it was fun when I was younger, and now that I'm older, uh, it doesn't resonate with me. It has no, like, I just don't have the same ties to the game as I did before. No, it makes sense. I definitely don't plan on buying this game. Uh, I thought I was going to be excited. Same thing with, like, Luigi's Mansion. I loved the first one but it's it's not one of those games that ties if someone said oh i'm remastering blank and like i'm remastering i don't know halo reach i'm like what <laughs> i'd freak out and buy that game no you're getting older yeah so like my but, kids were super excited about seeing um animal crossing gameplay from it and yeah. they're like oh i need this game i want to play it and i'm like yeah no and it's right i up love that alley. they play I'm it you, i think man. it's a great franchise for oh, the kids yes. to play because everybody's super nice to each other and there's no violence exactly. and you go help people and you learn how to I save like that. money you have to work uh, to do a job to make money that's Josh. right you got to earn it um and you have a preach. loan and you have to pay back that's the best part <laughs> they talk about like they give you fiscal responsibility that's in right this game. you take care of yourself yes um it's really a post-apocalyptic game so <laughs> the uh uh yeah i'm excited about it I, I give them credit, and this is, I really wish more companies would do things like this, like Nintendo. Like, guess what? It's not ready, and we're going to push it back. Like, And they were apologetic about it, but I don't think they need to be beholden to, like, they say a date, but, like, if it's not ready, it's not ready. Kind of like they did with uh, Metroid Prime 4. Like, yeah. hey, guess what? It didn't turn out the way we were hoping. We're going to start over. Yeah. Great, because please they don't ruin that whole all. franchise. Yeah. I I I love the Prime series games and mm-hmm. I yeah. think that I mean not all of them were amazing but the first one really blew my socks off. I think so, it blew off a lot of people's socks. Yeah, and so <laughs> I don't want you to I don't want you to ruin one of the few Metroid ga- games that you release over the next 10 years because you you can't ever seem to fight it in your heart to make more of them. So yeah. just the one that you make, make it really good <laughs> and go from there. And I think in this case, it's the same It's or similar. It's like, you know, it's not done yet, so we're going to push it back. So I give them – it's disappointing, but I give them credit for it. We're going to try a little harder and make it – we're going to try harder to make it better for you because we want it to mean something. It's not just a game to make money. It's – it's there's there's people behind it that yeah. care about the game uh, deeply. So, But that's yeah, and, it. And there just aren't enough cute and cuddly dogs running around doing things for people. Yeah, so we need we, had, to, add we added to add more dogs. Yeah, uh, sand in the beaches <laughs> and fishing for red snappers. Um, other than that, that was it for the rest of E three. Technically, I think there's a few other things, and also they had uh, like the PC show and yeah. Did you hear anything out of that? I I didn't hear no anything. idea. That's, those are generally areas where I don't pay attention to because uh, I don't know if it's more of a We've already talked about some of these releases for PC specific. I yeah. don't know. Like I haven't, I haven't. Like they don't. I'm sure what, what I'm trying to say is I don't know if <laughs> the PC uh, community really has a a presence at E3. It already had a very small amount, and it continues to like dwindle. So I have no idea what happened. I don't like I. There's so many other random conferences slash 
uh, presentation, sorry, that happened at E3 that uh, I think just fly under the radar. Um, like the what's the digital revolver, revolver digital, whatever it's called. I, I have no idea what came out of that. I don't even know what yeah. that is. So um, it's a shame, but to technically the E3 ends Thursday uh, because there's going to be some other uh, things going on at the expo. Uh, but other than that, that those are the major releases uh, that were announced at E3. Um, I actually want to go back next episode. I'm going to tally about the games that I want to buy and when I'm going to buy them, how much they're going to cost. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, but I yeah, think $500 later. <laughs> yeah. Before the, the new console for Xbox comes out. But yeah. yeah, I, I think, uh, there were some surprises overall surprises for me. I was surprised by a Nintendo and, uh, really square coming in clutch. Uh, yeah with some announcements um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward to picking up some of these games anything you want to mention uh yeah i'm just looking forward to many of them although not as many as i would hope from an e3 yeah but the ones that i care about also or the the ones that i'm excited about i should say i'm really excited about even though there's only a handful of them um You know, I'm looking through the list from the PC gaming show. There was one from it that sort of piqued my interest that I did see pop up on Reddit. And that was um, Vampire Bloodlines 2. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. And I did play Vampire the Masquerade a while ago um, for the first time. And it's, it's pretty good. It's a fun RPG from, I think it was the 90s. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was the early 2000s. So... Uh, seeing them bring back Bloodlines as a franchise on the PC is pretty exciting because I feel like Vampire doesn't give en- get enough love these days. So, um, yeah, that's huh. the only other thing I think I saw. But, yeah, I again, E3 was underwhelming in a lot of aspects, and then there were some really high highs, too. So they were just far fewer than I was hoping from an E3. Hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Should be an interesting year of gaming, as always. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of Borderlands three thing. I'm just, I'm just looking through. I don't see anything out of the yeah, PC. I, I, did you watch the Borderlands thing at all? No, I I am extremely turned off by Borderlands yeah, three. Yeah, the the trailer looked good, but like I don't know why I can't bring myself to care like I did before. It's very strange. The first Borderlands I really loved. The second one I I liked, and then it really started to tail off for me and so i don't think i'm going to be jumping in and they they're really trying real hard at real people in like this is going to be a great game here's free dlc to tie you over and it's guess what it's for borderlands 2 which uh folks let me just tell you when it was released um borderlands 2 was released in 2012 so you're getting decent it's still good though it's yeah, still good. it's still good, but you're getting DLC for a game that was released in 2012. Yeah. Like, what? what? Yeah. What? <laughs> I have a different story with that game. I did not play the first one at all, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of not on my radar at the time. And I wasn't really... It was a time that I was really kind of not into first-person shooters. I was kind of burnt you out on them a lot. Really? Never. And then 2 came out, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, and then went on super sale at one point so i bought it and then i just loved the crap out of two two was great 
So I didn't play one at all, but I played two. And then I also played the Telltale Borderlands game. Yeah, I never played that. Which was hilarious and really good. So one of their better Telltale games. So, hmm. yeah. Well, we will include all, or at least I and the and the show notes will include a lot of the um, major things that were released and what we talked about today. Some of them we didn't talk about. So sorry if you were more excited to hear about uh, the Roller Championship game from <laughs> Ubisoft. But uh, well, firstly, you're wrong. And then secondly, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please, please uh, find some other place in Reddit to troll us because I really don't care. Um, But I hope that when these games that we're looking forward to specifically come out, that we can talk about them and hopefully they meet our expectations. I I have a good feeling they will. Uh, I think we picked some pretty solid games to be excited about that we, that will really hard, will be really hard for them to disappoint. So, uh, yeah. I just look forward to wasting away. I mean, uh, spending time on this. <laughs> um, I, I did start a thing last week where we would talk about deals. Yes, um, yes, yes. It's impossible right now. Everything's on sale. So There's just go so buy many. stuff. I what was it the other day? I saw Forza Horizons uh, is current. Forza Horizons Four is currently on sale for twenty bucks, which is a steal. Uh, that game is great. Uh, all the Forza. Uh, expansions are fantastic you should definitely buy into those um what else uh yeah i i don't know off the top of my head i saw at one point there was uh shoot what was it hollow hollow knight is on sale that's part of the nintendo sale right now uh and on the switch and what have you it's like seven yeah there's a whole bunch of them but that i think that's a really good one to highlight because hollow knight I think on the Switch and on the PC, it was like seven dollars and fifty cents, which yeah, is a cheap. really good cheap price for that game. So, yeah. So, uh, lots of games, lots and lots and lots of games on sale. All kinds of different kinds of games on sale. Um, yeah, and Steam so. summer sale. Doesn't Steam have a summer sale coming up too? I think so. They do, but they're also doing a bunch of sales um, right now anyway as well. So, I mean, it's just all over the place. I mean. I'm just scrolling through to see if there's anything crazy that would have to be said. I, I mean, just go look. The They're Witcher 2 is 2 bucks. <laughs> Elder Scrolls Online is 10 bucks. Yeah. Borderlands 2 Game of the Year edition. I mean, even $8. Red Dead Redemption 2 is 28 bucks right yeah. now. Oh, that's that's what I was trying to say. That, that I saw yeah. that for... Actually, at one point it was under... Oh, Kingdom Hearts is $25. That's, that's I saw that too, yeah. Uh, the, you're getting a lot of big name games uh, hitting the $30 and below mark. So yep. get ready for your uh, splurges. So The big ones I would say from the PlayStation side, I saw um, God of War was 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is ten bucks. The complete edition with all the DLC. Oh uh, yes, S- Spider Man was twenty bucks. Um, all games I, I wish I could. I play, also but I saw did. the PlayStation Classic dropped to thirty bucks. Yeah, I heard that it was half off. I heard that it was a a sure miss, a fire and a miss by uh, Sony. So well, just because of the number of games and the type of games they included, were yeah. kind of a weird mixture of things. Um, but the, it was a weird mixture of games. So, and then <laughs> there were like, I don't know, like 20 of them. So the yeah. ones they chose were weird, but for 30 bucks, it, it would probably be worth it. Probably. Yeah. All right. I'll stop talking. So yes, the lots of sales, go check them out. 
I mean, good old games has a sale. There's a bunch of stuff on Steam on sale. The PlayStation Play Days or Days Played or something played Days Playing um, is on sale right now. So go check that out. I, I Even Xbox had a bunch of games on sale. Like you said, Forza. Um, was Thank you for fun, saying so. it right. I Only because, not because you say it that way, but because the guy got on stage and said it that way. And yeah. he had a cool accent. So I want to be as cool yeah, as Yeah, he's him. much cooler than me. <laughs> much, much cooler. I forgot uh, Dying Light 2 had uh, a show or had a uh, a trailer, but I don't want to keep talking because Dying, Dying Light 2 is one of my favorite zombie games ever. Or Dying Light in general is one of my favorite zombie games. Really? Ever. Yeah, I love that game. That game is really? so good. Have you ever played it? No. Oh, God. It is so, so good. So hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Dying Light. You have to. I have not played any of them, but I think I watched a guy play the second one for a long time. Well, the second one's not out yet. Okay, then it's not that one. It's the I'm first one. It was I'm thinking of something else. Then it was like you, he was hiding in cornfields and then had to go through this definitely mill. No, what? That's definitely not it. So there was something else then that I'm thinking of. I'll have to look it up and find out Dead for next Island? time. <laughs> no, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll. We should bring it up because I want to try to get into that genre, which sounds like it's work and hard. Yeah, it is. but it's not. Even though you just pick up a game, and play it seems hard to choose the right one for me. Yeah, um, besides Left 4 Dead. Yeah, Left 4 Dead is not the same thing though. No, like, it's not. Like, isn't Dying Light like a chase game? Like, you have to get away from stuff. Yeah. So the, the best way I explain to people of what Dying Light is like is think of it as a Assassin's Creed, but you're uh, playing. Uh, your the, the enemy is the zombies. And they aren't the zombies. There aren't like tiers of zombies. They're pretty much the same. Some of them are a little bit stronger. And can, and, but ultimately, uh, you're, you're, it's you versus a lot of the people, not uh. necessarily the zombies. The zombies are just there. There are just uh, a lot of ca- story plots that are woven together hmm. uh specifically with the character itself that you play which i don't want to spoil anything so it's really fun i really 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 enjoyed it i missed this one i this is not what i thought it was and it's gorgeous like it, it looks really good so good the first and one it's on sale for 13.59 right now on steam i can't recommend that game more nice uh, i certainly love it and i just looking at it makes me re- like go through the plots and all the things that it, cause it also has like a, a mind twist to it, which I thought was pretty cool. So is it first person or third? It's first. Huh? Interesting. So, yes. So it's, I will find the game that I was talking about too. Cause we need to talk about that genre at some point. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right. Well, um, I don't want to talk to you anymore, so. Okay, cool. I guess I'll talk to you some other time. Okay. Bye. Or something. Okay. Bye.
lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing <laughs> works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.